Today's guest is Tina Gen, organizer of Your Backup Plan. We will talk about how we can prepare for unexpectedness in life. With her new app, it can assist you in putting all the important information, details, documents into one place when you need it the most. Your Backup Plan is an emergency preparedness app that helps during difficult times, from COVID to retirement and everything in between. Please give a warm welcome to ever blessed Tina Gen. Hello, Tina. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you today? Oh, pretty good. One of the things that I wanted to talk about is because I did upload your app. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So that was. That's I exciting. love it. Yeah, I love it. So I didn't know if we want to talk about a little bit about that, and then we can also talk about some of your your journey as well because. Um, you know, I've reviewed some of your uh, previous engagements and, you know, I got to know a little bit more of you. Um, I think it was with Marjorie when she was talking about her life altering journey that she had with black eyes and paralysis. And that was um, an amazing story, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was getting all teary eyed just listening to it because I'm like, oh my gosh. I've had instances like that because I live in a, I lived in the Midwest yeah. and black ice is just terrible everywhere. So, so when I moved down to Texas, I probably saw maybe one instance and that was when we had that cold. Yeah. You last had a cold year. Yeah. Yeah. It and was the just, roads were just like ice. Mm-hmm. And, and I, that's what happens in all these places that aren't hot or cold. Like right. you get and that. They don't have um, their I mean, even though I get it, um, their black tops or their cement is not customized for that particular cold freeze. So that within itself is a counteract yeah. to protecting at least some type of traction of some sort. But yeah, here in Texas, there is this, it's oblivious. So that makes it even worse when you have black eyes. But um, yeah. yeah, so um, that was just, oh, just an amazing story. I think you've also hit on a little bit about your history um, that you had just a little details about it, but you have battled a brain injury of some sort. A car accident. Yeah. Car accident. Okay. I, I interviewed two people that died actually that came back. Oh my gosh. Um, but he didn't remember anything from going and coming back. Whereas oh. the first guy I interviewed did. So that was oh. kind of interesting. Wow. Wow. Tina Ginn. Is that pronounced correctly? Yes, you got Ginn. it. Okay. Tina Ginn. Because I was like, Jen, like, whoa, man, I'm thinking about that right now. Yeah. If after hours, <laughs> you know, if it's, it's five o'clock somewhere. No, it's actually yeah. Ginn. <laughs> yeah, some people say Jen, but it's actually Ginn. Yeah, Ginn. you got it right. Mm-hmm. So in your, what is the origin of your last name? Is it That's your... from England. Really? Okay. Yeah. A little backstory about me. Uh, yes. So... <laughs> When I came to the States in 88, I actually came from England. So I was there for, oh my gosh, two times. My mother was in the military, so we lived off base. Oh, okay. And we lived on a place, was um, Upper Hayford, in a farm called Stockings Farm. And I, I've had this lifelong journey of searching my friend from that farm. And I oh, remember wow. her name, and I've that was... 33 years ago and I don't even know if she's even around it'd be crazy to find her again but I remember her name I just 
can't find her anywhere. I looked on Facebook and I asking these that. random people like who have the same name, like, hey, do you remember me? And they're like, they no response. They think I'm some creeper. I'm like, I don't know how to like you know, I know find her. So when I came over in 88, I had an English accent. So it was really interesting awesome. to have that in Wisconsin. They're like, oh my gosh, you're not definitely not from here. <laughs> so I'm a military brat too. My dad was in the military. Oh, cool. Um stationed in Germany a lot of the years. While you were in England, I was in Germany. That's awesome. Yeah, we've been to Germany and Spain, uh, Paris, and pretty much all the states. Like trips to Paris and stuff. And oh, that's so Paris, cool. Italy. Yeah, that is so bad, bad news. 15 and 16 year olds in a bus in Europe. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Military brats just on a mission. <laughs> Just like you know, rebels. With a, <laughs> yeah, rebels. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you had the the military brat background. Like so, and I was actually going to be uh, U.S. Army ten years ago, 10, 11 years ago. Yeah. But then I decided to get married. Which I'm like, which one was worse, getting married or going to the military? I don't know which one. Probably had more. Yeah. So. But it's all good. It's all good. Tina, you know, I just wanted to let all the listeners know a little bit more about you and um, so we can get started on on uh, some of the questions that I have for you so we can dig right into that. So I know that your background is you yourself had invested in creating an app. Um, and we can probably talk more about that as um, after these questions that I wanted to ask of you. Sure. But also like, your goal, your passion, I've noticed, is that you you have had some experience yourself where you've dealt with life-altering situations with yourself, and you also you yourself have a, um, I think is it you do have a podcast, or is it just you being yeah. a... Two seasons, okay. podcasting, yeah. Tell me how you got started on that as well. Um, we all have our reasons on starting a podcast. So what is your reason of creating a podcast? Well, thanks, Jasmine, for having me come on your show. Oh, yeah. So excited to be able to uh, have a chat today with you guys. It's so nice during pandemic to feel like you've brought new friends into your realm, I guess, so to speak. I I guess it it really all started. um, My background I have is Microsoft Certified Systems Engineer, so specializing in software And um, then I went into the financial uh, advisor role as well, because at the time I couldn't, actually, I couldn't find work. And now um, there's so much work in that field. Uh, It's crazy how how a few years change. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think I was brought into all of these different avenues to do what I'm doing today. Mm -hmm. And um, it all really started when um, I was a life insurance agent. Uh, however you want to call it, a financial expert, a advisor. But I primarily, I, I got a phone call one day from a good friend. And he said, my, you know, Carol's going into the hospital. And I was wondering if you could pick her up and drive her home after her tests. She got a cough and she couldn't get rid of it uh, for about five or six weeks. And so she thought she better go in for some tests. And so then I got a phone call a few hours later saying she won't be coming home. She's going to have some more tests done. 
So I said, okay, well, just let me know. I'll, I'll help you out. Because he had, he had, they had a dollar store in a small town outside of the city. And uh, so it was, you know, awkward to go back and forth when you're trying to run a store and, and uh, do medical errands, so to speak. So um, I got a phone call the next day and said she won't be coming home. She has stage four lung cancer. And I was blown away and I made it uh, a mission for me to go and see her, bring her a nice cup of tea, not like that dishwater soap that they have in the the hospital. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't fathom. I couldn't believe the changes that a person goes through each week when you go to visit them. I don't know if any listeners have experienced that, but it's very profound to your experience. And um, especially as the weeks progressed, uh, because by the about the third or fourth week, she was already on oxygen uh, full time. And I think the radiation really, I could really see the deterioration very quickly after that uh, period of time. I mean, they tried their best to give everything that they had uh, in all, you know, chemo and radiation. It really took her life right out of her. I remember sitting on the bench. uh, We went outside on the patio and um, she said, Tina, I just want to see the birds. I want to feel the breeze on my face and I want to hear the sounds and just see the blue sky. And it took me back because it was, it was just like this was embedded into my head and I couldn't get it out. And I thought, you know, that's true because we all worry about what if, and when it does happen, we're in stress because, well, do they know this? Do they have that? Do they have this? Do they have their wills? Do they have, do you know where my bank accounts are? Do you know where my keys are? Like all of a sudden it's panic stricken. And really and truly at that moment in time, you just want peace and you want love. That's it. You just took it down to two things. See? (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been tearing up. I need two minutes now. (laughs) I've been, yeah, I decided to. So that's what I was up against. So I created this app because the universe told me that Tina, you can do this. You can put all of this stuff together so people don't have to worry when the time comes. And it doesn't even have to be for death. It can be going into COVID, you know, in ICU, and you can't speak and you can't tell anybody, you know, my mortgage needs to be paid on the 13th. Or, um, you know, where my bank accounts are so you can pay the electricity bill. So it's all of these types of things or going over to Europe and losing your passport. It's as small as or big as that to losing your house in a fire. And so I really, I took a lot of time. It was originally a workbook. And then I thought, okay, this has to be an app. This has to be the easiest thing that people can do. And I took time and developed that. But after... Um, going through uh, a car accident myself, getting hit head on, Mm -hmm. I realized that um, 
you know, we're not Superman. None of us are. Uh, we think we are, but we're not. And that um, I, I, of course, struggled with the brain injury part, the concussion. They kept saying it's four years now. And everybody says, oh, it gets better. It gets better. I'm still waiting mm-hmm. for that to get better. Um, but all you can do is keep moving forward and keep, I've been trying to really use my brain in different aspects, music, dancing, uh, walking, jogging, you know, whatever it is that you can manage to do because it all uses different parts of the brain. So I'm always trying to exercise it. But um, the podcast has definitely helped me. I have all my notes all in front of me so I don't forget what I'm doing or saying. Um, But, you know, I just wanted to help people. I wanted to make sure that people had something they could put, you know, photos of their house, of their rooms, of their items, of their jewelry, of their artwork, and they can put it all into the app. And then if their house was um, in flood or a fire or a hurricane, all they have to do is go to the app and they have everything in there for the insurance claims. Because, you know, your house goes down in water or fire, where are your receipts to show the insurance company? Yeah, so I just wanted to make everything as a backup plan so that, you know, you know, even has emergency kit preparation in it. It has where are your shutoff valves? You know, you should know where your gas line is, where your water lines are. It has, um, you know, preparing your keys even for, let's say, if you left your home for a month, what would you do? And that's what we should prepare for all the time, just in case that extra person needs to get into your house and turn the water off or or go and check in on it or mm-hmm. feed the cat or whatever. But a lot of times we just, we prepare for things in life that are fun. We prepare for trips and holidays, weddings and parties and birthdays but somehow we don't prepare for the unexpected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to hit on too. And like, oh my gosh, um, this is going to be another another episode that I will have to <laughs> mute myself the majority <laughs> of the time because here I'm <laughs> sniffling and snorting and <laughs> just, I'm an ugly crier. So. I get teary-eyed. <laughs> yeah. I'm an ugly crier so but thank you so much for sharing that um my gosh my gosh um I don't even know uh what I could lead with that because it just feels like I want to give you a virtual hug and just be like you know 20 minutes of silence on an episode like is there something wrong with the microphone is <laughs> there's no, I don't hear anybody <laughs> but yeah I uh, Jasmine, don't feel bad. I got interviewed by um, a, a British guy, actually, from England, and he's a comedian, and he didn't even know. He says, I have, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, I mean, from what I understand is, you know, comedy's always been like, yeah, it's always been a mask for other people's emotions, and, you know, like, specifically Robin Williams, of all people, yes. who you would think who has to be the happiest life life in the world was battling something and he covered it and masked it with his own comedy and that's just like the happiest people in the world are probably the most saddest people in the world because of what they have to go through 
when a door is closed, you know, when the audience has left the theater, they go home and lock their door and, you know, bawling their eyes out for hours and weeks, you know, until they had to put that mask back on for the next show. So it's just like, I just wish I can give, I wish my arms can reach it the whole world of all the people that I just want to embrace and say, it's okay. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's really it, hard. Well, it brings, it's a whole other saying, you know, that saying of you never know what's behind closed doors because it's true. Mm-hmm. It, you know, when you open up and close those doors to his body, all of what's inside is very different oh, than yeah. the outside part. Yeah, yeah I, I talk about that a lot in our shows about, you know, picture yourself lying, you know, sitting beside someone that is dying. And do you want to be talking and asking them where their keys are and mm. how to what kind of cat food they feed their cat or, you know, where their bank accounts are or their investments? No, no, it's a time to hold them, embrace them help them recover if you can it's it's definitely not a time to be asking all of those questions it, it, it's um take it from me i i've had so many clients call me and you know um say how do i ask my mom where her bank accounts are and her investments and and this and that and and i say it's too late you you can't mm-hmm. you, you have to do it when they're okay when they're maybe just gotten sick or before they've gotten sick or you know i i've got worksheets uh from we've got a new blueprint program coming along with the app so it's going to be a a nice good community where people can talk about their journeys or you know my uncle did this or my aunt has this problem or my mom and dad are like this or you know we're somewhere where you can go and get information, watch videos, uh, see interviews, um, and you're given worksheets where you can have those family conversations with those that you love and care about. And Christmas time and January are like the best times or, you know, I always say, let's do a workshop on Zoom and we all have some a glass of wine or a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or whatever and uh, get the worksheets out and appies and and have some fun and get through the questions and and then it's all done uh, it can be fun and on the downside um because we were talking about um people's mental health um with robin williams for an example holidays are the worst and i think having a group like that come together for a beverage and to talk about with other people who are have the same type of relative situations and loved ones or the themselves you know that's something that we need to speak about if we choose to not say anything you know we are suffering in silence knowing that there's someone who's going through the same thing or or has a loved one has gone through this similar situation so you know to have that option out there for you in this app for example um I'm a true crimes gal. I love true crimes. And uh, one of the things is I've always talked about was um, with my kids. And they, they actually call me the horror queen because I watch movies. I watch horror movies 365 days of the year. And I'm always thinking like, what if something happened to me 
if this happened, you know, and I always put myself in a scenario, the worst scenario you can think of and be um, kind of like prep in that sense. Like if I'm walking alone and I'm thinking of the scenario, if this happened, what would I do? How can I prepare myself for something like if someone comes behind the dumpster or if someone walks and creeps behind my door and tries to open, unlock the door while I'm, you know, pumping my gas or whatever it is. And I'm like, I've always put myself in like, what if situations? So the thought came across, I think from another podcast and it made so much sense is they called it a, if I go missing file. Oh. And when I started creating something kind of like that on a spreadsheet said, if I go missing, these are the people you need to contact as possible suspects. (laughs) And if something happened to, you know, here's my card, here's my, here's my bank account information, amongst other things, less darker side of the scenario with your app. Yeah. You have a preparedness for emergencies across the board, not just for this scenario. But I mean, just to kind of plop, that is one of the possibilities of unexpectedness that happens to us. You know, we might have to run to the grocery store in the middle of the night because your kid is having a fever and you, you ran out of, you know, medicine to take care of that or a thermometer that broke and the battery's not working. Guess who has to go to Walgreens at two o'clock in the morning to get it alone in their slippers by themselves? Yeah. You know, these unexpected situations happen all the time. And when you are identifying that you have an app for that in the palm of your hand, I even downloaded it and I was kind of playing with it yesterday. I even had my son as a uh, additional user. So like if, cause he's, he's a 25 year old. So um, he is my, he's kind of like the man of the house, even though if it does happen, he will be officially the man of the house. So he has to know this, this imperative information yeah. and to, to put that what if at ease and saying it's taken care of instead of the what if it's taken care of. I just want to change the words to from what if to it's taken care of. And I, I feel more at peace and I love to kind of dig into more on, on, on um, this app. It's just, it's, I went through Google app and um, the I paid for the premium and it's like, it has, ex, like you said, extensive detailed information. If I had um, jewelry or if I had, That's you right. know, Money, money, armor, you know, weaponry, you know, and you have all those places for it. I even already put my kids in there with their goofy faces. Like, these are my kids. Hello. Sorry. (laughs) You know, but they're here. And so then they can identify who they are. um, If they're um, even even put, I even put in a um, common law partner in there um, because I'm not married right now or I was married, but I'm no longer. So as my emergency and um, I'm just going through it like crazy. You're just going like crazy. I love, I love awesome. technology. So when I see something like this, it just, I just like, my mind goes, why didn't I think of that? And it's like, they always say there's an app for that. Well, I'm so glad there is an app for this because this isn't, I think everybody should be walking around with this in their pocket. And yes. uh, one of the things I wanted to ask, I, I'm not sure if you said you were creating a blueprint for providing yeah. providing um videos and doing some zoom call uh workshops with workshops, yeah. and doing um testimonial stories for your um clients now do you have something where 
if they're not able to get to their phone, that they have a website that's con that they can, you know, like me, I have fat fingers. And for me to type all that information on my, like for fat finger people, do they have a place where they can um, go to a web browser that's connected to the app? Or is that something you'll be thinking in the future sense? Well, the problem with the computers having the system accessible on the computer is that so many people have all of their information on their computer, but it's password protected mm -hmm. and it's locked. So there's so many of my clients that were, well, how do I, I have to pay someone to unlock their computer, like open their safe and unlock the computer. And then to find out like, where is the stuff? Okay. Where's their information? Like, that's the problem. So the app can be played on anything that's accessible that can have an app. So even Microsoft has the ability to have an Android Google Play app. So you can oh. use it on your Microsoft computer or your iPad tablet. You can also download it in the Apple Store. Okay. So it's a, only through the app, though. It's yeah. accessible. But yeah, that's what I was trying to get across in as the, the question, because some apps have the ability where you can actually go through the app, but using the app in a browser or the Microsoft, like you right. said, you can upload it into your computer um, and type in the information into yeah. that app from your computer. And I, yeah, it makes sense that, you know, like, do you know how many times I have to sort of do the, uh, give me my secret question, give me my yes. secret to do anything. So yeah, that's one of the big no-nos. I think I'm glad you were able to maneuver around that and just go directly with having the app ability. I don't have Apple, but through the Apple, um, yeah, and yeah. or through the Android, Google Play. So that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And you know, it, it, it's funny because when I started creating it, it just got bigger and bigger because then it's this scenario and it's that scenario. And, and I really wanted it for people to not just, there's so many things out there if you die, but there's nothing out there mm -hmm. that helps you with all those different angles, you know, whether it's your house burning down or, or flooding or property or business um, and I just wanted to have something there. And it, it was a client that actually lives near me. And he, um, his hobby is fire trucks. Mm. It's a, such a strange hobby, but he has, you know, hundreds of fire trucks. So that got me thinking of everyone has a certain hobby. Sometimes it could be anything from spoons to jewelry, to artwork, you know, to, to mechanical things, equipment, uh, tools. Um, but for something like that, if something happened to him, what would his wife do? How would she know how to sell it? Would she want to sell all of it? Would she want to keep some of it? Who does she contact so that she's not just putting it out on Craigslist and getting any Tom saying it's worth $5,000 and it's actually worth thirty? dollars You know, um, so I wanted to have something that where people had these types of things that their partner knew who to see, who to contact, that knows about that. And what should I do with it? What should I do with the parts? How do I sell it or keep it or give it away or, 
or what am I doing with it? Mm-hmm. And it's the same for your podcast. It's the same for your business. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I want to have happen to it? If I can't talk anymore, what do I want someone to fill in for my podcast? Do I want someone to take over my business? What's going to happen to the revenue? Who's going to pay the bills? What's included? There's so many spouses, uh, particularly men, um, I'm sure there are lots of ladies, but I've only run across men who have like a construction company and they have a sea and a trailer and a, a boat and, you know, all ATVs and all of this stuff. And they go to the golf course and they die of a heart attack. So what happens to the wife? Do they know the business? Do they know how to finish the contracts that are still open? Do they know how to get paid for what's owing? Do they know, uh, do they have a partner? Do they even want to be part of the business? Do they know anything? Do they know what their toys are? Do they know what they owe? Mm -hmm. Like ladies out there, especially, I talk to so many women and I'll say, do you have your backup plan? Oh, my husband looks after that. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no, no, exactly. No, then, yeah. <laughs> Don't no. even let that even come into your mind. Mm-hmm. Yet embrace the strength that you need to complete the worksheets, to get the information, because anything can happen. Anything. Mm-hmm. He could not come home tomorrow. And what does that picture look like for you? Yeah, it's just there has to be some type of equilibrium in regards to understanding. Y'all need to sit down. You're both partners in this this relationship. Y'all need to sit down and just literate in everything that goes on in that relationship. You understand the day-to-day with your kids and the day-to-day and how was work, you know, when you come back from work or you leave and, you know, but... Nobody really sits down at the table and talks about the real deep information that is imperative. Finances, you know, what happens to me if there's a living will, if there's something happens to me unexpectedly, how is that going to be taken care of? Where, you know, you know, where are the bills being paid out of? And I think that's that's one of the things that just a high percentage of divorces are happening because of the financial situations, because there's, there's a break in communication when it comes to that finance to, to, to support each other. You have to understand each, how to support each other from all angles, from all yeah. perspectives. So yeah, that's imperative. That's right. yeah. Even if you're not hundred percent involved in it and the other person looks after it on a monthly basis, mm-hmm. just to have that binder or that go-to place to know that, you know, they're updating their information of maybe they changed bank account locations or, you know, just those little things so that always take a moment and say, what if I wasn't here for one month or two months? What would I need to know? Mm -hmm. And everything's in the app, of course, but it goes even further because it could be your sister or your brother or your good friend or your mom or your dad. And you don't know anything about them. You don't know where they have anything. And that's one of the biggest money makers that insurance companies have is people who have life insurance and disability and never use it and never put a claim on it 
because the family didn't know they had it. So that's one of the biggest money makers of it's not people that are paying for term insurance for 10 or 20 years and then canceling it. The biggest money maker is paying for that life insurance and having the opportunity to have it paid out to the family member, but family member never knew that you had it. Mm -hmm. That makes me want to start digging into the big piles of paper that are just sitting here like, I know I I know I have some life insurance somewhere. I just don't know where it is. So now now you've actually put the kind of like a little fire under my toes to to get that going now that I have this app on my phone. I'm like, I want to play with this and I want to I want to make it as flawless and beneficial for anyone, especially my son, you know, cuz I've always talked about if I pass on this is what's going to happen, but that's all just verbal. You know, there's nothing in black and white. There's nothing solidified somewhere identifying. This is where it is. This is how much it is. This is what it looks like. Can you tell the listeners? Cause I mean, let me, let me ask this question before we jump into telling about the, the website. What accomplishment are you most proud of? Cause I know I've had, all the other questions you pretty much answered for me. Thanks. Tina, for making my life so much easier. <laughs> I hope I do. It's just brought out yeah. more questions for you now. No, you did. I was like, you got it, girl. I was like, ping, ping, ping. I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'll just go ahead and mute myself because I think you, you got this whole thing down to a T. <laughs> well, you know, talking about the life insurance, you probably have some at work. Mm -hmm. You know, the listeners have some at work and they don't really know what they have. What do I have at work and how do I find that out? And that's where we delve deeper into these types of questions. And I always wanted to embrace people to, to understand and know what they have. Um, you know, I went to a, an insurance appointment once with a couple and I said, okay, take out all your insurance policies. Well, the whole table was full of insurance policies and they had no idea what they had. Oh, you know? wow. Some insurance would cover me for, you know, if a blue bus hit me at nine o'clock at night at that intersection, it would cover me or, you know, that type of thing. But yeah, that that's what I said. OK, this is for this. And I would write like have a cover page so that they would understand what they had. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with having insurances. But there is something wrong with having insurance and not knowing what you have right. and what you're paying for. And is it what I want? Is it really what I want? Do I want it to end when I'm 50? Do I want it to continue till I'm 80? Like, what do I want? Everybody's different. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I think, and your house insurance, like, am I covered for earthquake? Am I covered if a tornado hits me? It, like all of these floods are my extra artwork, is that covered? Or have I taken my photos for the, for the insurance purposes? Mm -hmm. And you can use those same photos that you take in case you pass away and who do I wanna give that to? Like there's so many angles that you can take what you just did and actually use it for another reason as well. Mm -hmm. um, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does, it does. I, I honestly, well, I think my two girls are my, my greatest achievements, probably as a mom. I think the app has definitely been a great accomplishment for me. I did as a 57 year old woman, I entered a contest in August, and 
uh, Fab Over 40 uh, modeling competition. And I actually came 15th out of like 3,500 people. Oh, wow. Uh, 3,500 women. So I think that's a great accomplishment, even though I hate losing. <laughs> I'm I'm just too competitive to uh to take 15th spot. It's like my daughter's played softball and I I always thought, oh, you know, who wants to come third or fourth? You know, there's only awards for first and second. You you have to come first because that's I mean, that's why you're here. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It's, it's to win this thing. So I think the app is definitely my achievement. I feel that anything that's come on in my life, it's it's based you know, I've been put here to do this, to help people. And I would like to continue it through workshops and one-on-one uh, coaching and uh, wherever this takes me. But I also see a TV show in my mind because I think it would be cool when the Emerging Blueprint comes out, it's only going to be for United States and Canada, although the basis of being prepared is really a basic line. So it's for anybody. But I would like to add, you know, a UK section and an Australia section and a European section so that I could interview uh, attorneys and lawyers from Britain and they can put in their information of what is in that area. How does it pertain to that group of people? Um, And I'd like to go and visit cemeteries in different countries and show people, you know, this is how they bury their dead uh, family members. What do they do for celebrations? How do they have funerals? Um, What do they do for births and celebrations? And just a whole, I think it would be so cool to see what other countries do in all the same sort of scenarios. Yeah, especially like the Dias de las Puertas, where they do the Day of the Dead, where yeah, they are yeah. honoring their passed on loved ones. Part of the Blueprint program is the last module is actually called the Treasure Box. Mm-hmm. So it's it's creating for yourself as well as workshops that we ha- will be having. Uh, based on that, you know, grab a glass of wine and let's let's get some ideas on what can I do this year for leaving a legacy. And it, a legacy doesn't have to be money. A legacy can be knitting or crocheting a pair of socks or the perfume that you like. It's all the senses. I tell everybody it's what you see. It's what you feel. It's what you smell. So you want to leave all of those types of things in a box for someone to pass on. Mm. So it might be that scarf that, you know, your mom used to wear or her favorite recipes or her poetry that she wrote or what her handwriting looked like or those little videos that you made throughout the year or songs that they sang or whatever it is. But there's so many cool ideas that people come up with. And it's so exciting and fun because it's taken the dreary side of it to make it, I should do something this year. If you're not doing it on a monthly basis, you should definitely do it on an annual basis of what can I do or what can I come up with this year too? Because I was sitting in a funeral one time for a 57-year-old man and who passed away and his two kids were you know, 16 and 14 at the front. And I really sat there and I thought, they know who their dad was. 
the wife knows who the dad was. But after that, it gets starts to get dwindled. And their kids are going to know from photos and how they've talked about them. But then after that, their kids are real. It starts fading and fading and fading. So what could you leave today? What could you do this year to leave behind so that the next group and that next group and that next generation are going to know who you were and what you did and what you meant to people? Yeah, I'm going to get started on that. That's for sure. This weekend. <laughs> that's for sure. And I hope that everybody was currently listening because uh, that should be a goal for everyone. I mean, one of the also things that I would love to have the listeners do is to check out your website. So Tina, where are they able to find more information about this app? Oh my gosh, I am everywhere. <laughs> you can find me everywhere. I'm on, um, we're on YouTube, your backup plan. Uh, we have the website, yourbackupplan.ca. Um, Instagram is your backup plan, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, and we have Facebook uh, page as well as a Facebook VIP group that is a growing community that has like-minded people that like being prepared and like the idea and want to have the ideas and want to be part of a bigger group. I love it. It's been a pleasure and an honor, Tina, to actually speak with someone who has such a enriched and passionate life and journey that I'm able to embrace on this podcast. So it's just, it's been wonderful to speak with you. And uh, we got to cry together and laugh together. And um, I mean, that makes, us officially, that. Yeah, it makes us officially uh, BFFs here, yeah, for, uh, virtual BFFs. <laughs> <We're done. laughs> So, um, thank I you think, so much. Thank yes. you, listeners. And thank you, Jasmine, for having me come on today. Thank you. Thanks, yes, ma'am. But thank you so much. Have a wonderful Friday. I will stay in touch with you. Yes, absolutely. So, right. Sounds great. Yes, thank you so very much. You're very welcome. Have a wonderful weekend. The people that you touch, it's amazing, really, you know, through this platform. It so, is. Yeah, no, I thank do. you. Thank you for being such a great host. Oh, I'm trying. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good weekend then. It's, it's an honor. Like I said, Tina, you take care of yourself. I'll talk you to too. you soon. Thanks, Jasmine. Right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Noise Palooza Zion podcast. If you yourself is a small business owner, entrepreneur, musician, or artist, or liked what you heard, please share and follow. I am on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube or contact me at www.jasminecastillovoice.com and stay tuned for the next upcoming episode.